Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hey, hey, Angel. Welcome to the Ford's Angels podcast. We are so lucky to have you back. We're so blessed to be able to come at you today with a little something, something, um, something that might be familiar. Um, if you listen, well, it should be familiar. <laughs> I feel like time. Yeah, may not be clear, but it should be familiar because we talk about it a lot. Um, but it just seemed kind of right to make like a, a little refresher, a little reboot, a little bit um bring in something back that we find super super important so it makes sense to kind of reboot it a little bit and refresh it um so what is it that we are bringing back <laughs> what is what is our throwback topic of the day <laughs> well many of you that have been here since day one will know what we're talking about um that we had done an episode one of the first three episodes we did about neutral observer um, and about being the witness, neutral observer, um, whatever term you want to use, it's interchangeable. It's the same thing, the same concept. Um, it is vital sometimes in my life that I have this tool uh, because otherwise I would be making a lot of decisions through the lens of upset, fear, and anxiety. And without it, I don't know that I would be where I'm at today. So I learned it. I personally, well, it's a therapist tool. I learned it a long time ago, gosh, back in what, 2016, through doing a course called Life Purpose Divination with Tori Hartman. Um, I She calls it neutral observer. I know there's other people that call it that too. Um, but it was so like profound to learn and to practice it. Because at first I'm like, when you think of neutral observer, let's, I guess, let's define the concept first before I get into like the ins and outs of it. But neutral observer is being able to step back from a situation and step back from the emotions of the situation and to kind of see it almost, I guess I, I describe it as seeing it like a movie or diving under the emotion. Like if you're in an ocean and you dive under the feeling and you look up and you kind of see what's happening and you see what it is and why you're reacting that way, what this, how, what the situation has triggered, you see it from a, 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 like a more of a zoomed out type of like way so that you're still kind of feeling the emotion. You're still in the situation, but kind of energetically and Mentally, you kind of take a step back and go, okay, what, what's happening here? What's the bigger picture? That's how I describe it. Vanessa, do you have another way of describing it? I mean, it's kind of the same, you know, I mean, obviously, because the concept is the same. Um, I think like when you're being trained as a counselor, you're being trained to be that person, you know, of um, sometimes in a toxic way. But it has been very helpful <laughs> um, to be able to recognize, right? Like, like for me, recognizing what hits and they use like the words like transference and countertransference and like all these like, you know, words for what's actually happening. But it's really just the awareness of when something hits you emotionally, 
being able to step out of it so that you can see see it for what it is in that moment and not through what you know it to be which is usually our trauma um so that i can be with be in a place with a client like so for example i go i go in with a client and they have an, an exact same situation that i've ever been in and now my training was a little bit like to be standoffish and i've learned like to be somewhere in the middle but my job is to only see their situation, not see mine and apply it there, but to only see that. So I become that neutral person. So like, you know, if if couples come to me, I'm not on either side. I'm just there looking at how is the communication? How is the connection? You know, like I have the bird's eye view of everything, right? That I can't access if I was inside it. So um, it's just kind of, it's like, I, I keep moving back and forth because it is like a zoom out. Like, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> I'm hyper-focused. Let me zoom right out and see what I am not, what else I'm missing because I've been staring directly at this dot. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, you know, and I think some of the, some of the ins and outs of neutral observer is, so, you know, some people may feel like, well, you're not, you're not experiencing your emotions, you're bypassing. And I, I, I don't think that that's true because if you use neutral observer in kind of the most functional way that it's meant to be, you're still feeling the emotion, but you're not acting through its lens. You're not, if you have anxiety, say you've got, um, you know, say you've got a notice in the in the mail that your electricity is going to get shut off because you haven't been able to pay it. Like rather than like, freaking out and being like, Oh my God. And like, you get to be calm. You, you get, you get to kind of find this inner peace, even though the outside is freaking out, there's an inner peace going, we're going to figure this out. We're going to make, you know, we're going to make the phone call. We're going to, whatever you're, you're acting through that lens of calm, even though there's part of you that's going, what the fuck? (laughs) Like freaking out and saying, we need to make a phone call. We need to maybe get it set up on a payment plan. Maybe they'll take so much per month to help you out. You know, maybe there's assistance available. That type of like calm logic, not I wouldn't even say logic, but like that calm heart-centered way of knowing that you can get help. You just need to take the steps. Mm-hmm. And and rather than because the the anxiety and the fear, of course, is against you know losing power, but it's also against something that's within you that has felt this way or that that has made meaning of that moment. Maybe when you were a kid, that had happened. Maybe you feel you've been trying your whole life to out, you know, outrun or overcome your your poverty circumstance, and then you get a shutoff notice. Like, and it brings you back to the same feeling you felt when you were a kid or something of that nature. Now, I don't know, I don't have that issue, but you, we don't, there's something that has happened that has made meaning of that because it's just a piece of paper. Right. And really it's just saying, this is going to happen in in response to lack of payment. This is what's happening. It doesn't say to you, you're a horrible person, you're a delinquent, or you suck. It doesn't say any of those things. But internally, you've made meaning that that's what it says to you. Right. So when we can dive out of that feeling and dive under it or step back from it, zoom out and say, okay, well, what are the steps I can take to fix this, to remedy it? All right, I need to make a phone call. So let's go make that phone call. Or 
I'm going to give myself like today and to deal with the anxiety. And then tomorrow at this time, we're going to make that phone call. You know, whatever it is that will help in the situation, you're making a decision that's heart-based that, that says, no, we're okay. We're okay. There's nothing wrong here, but I understand why you feel the way you feel, but this is how we're going to solve it. That's, that's kind of the ultimate neutral observer using it in the ultimate sense. Like that's how we do. We still feel the anxiety and the fear and, but we get to learn why it's there. We get to have an observation, a neutral observation of what it we're experiencing. So we're like, Oh, that really kind of triggered like my upbringing, my childhood and the fear that I felt and the anxiety I felt for my mom and like the reaction of my dad. And it brings up, other things that has tied it to that because most people are like, eh, okay, they're going to shut off my electricity. I got to do something about this. Right. And yeah, like take- some people literally forgot and they're like, oh my God, I totally forgot. And then they just pay it and they move on. <laughs> right. Right. But it's not to say your feelings of anxiety is invalid. It is valid, right. but it's valid from a standpoint of that. It's hitting up against some cellular memory, some trigger, some trauma, some, something that had happened before that's bringing that emotion forward, creating the panic and anxiety because the paper itself is neutral. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. have, in fact. Mm-hmm. you have put the emotion into the paper or the situation or the moment you're bringing that forward and mm-hmm. that's making meaning of something and it's not wrong or right. It just is because it's based on your experience in yeah. life. Yeah. And I think that like, you know, um, it's hard for us because we are kind of reactionary and we, and there's a lot of programming that's, that's, you know, obviously in there that creates those, those reactions and things like that. But I think, um, you know, what I try to teach my clients is like curiosity, right? Like we, we bring that word back in of like, be as curious as you possibly can, right? Like about everything, right? Like you have a great life if you have good curiosity, right? Like, cause it, even when you're not doing it to, you know, take apart your problems, you know, it's, it, it creates a lot of fun in your life. You know, you're, you're able to open doors that you maybe wouldn't have if you weren't being curious, but in terms of like, you know, that neutral observer energy and what it's like when we're having big feelings and that kind of stuff, it's like, it's like hitting the curiosity button, you know, of like, I'm, I'm recognizing that that's where I am. So I need to turn into a detective right now instead of, you know, the executor that I've just jumped to, right? Like, no, 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 nobody gets executed without a trial. So let's go in, <laughs> let's go in there and gather lots more information, you know, of what else could be, you know, and that's, that's for me, how it works, you know, like of, of being like, well, when I'm super sure this is the only thing that it could be. I'm not using my neutral observer because generally speaking, there's no such thing, right? Like, because it's, it is experience-based. It is like that using that example of being like, you know what, if I'm making the meaning of this means that I really suck at life. And the, and so the person who just forgot to do it, do they suck at life the same way that I'm deciding I suck at life? We both did the same thing, which wasn't paying our bills, but no, I've got all this baggage of, you know, my financials or, you know, the trauma and all that kind of stuff that I'm applying that they're not applying. And that's what makes it different. Okay. Well, if that's what makes it different, then how do I make it 
how do I turn myself into the kind of person that maybe would just forget and see a bill and be like, whoops, and just pay it. Like, you yeah. know, cause that sounds like great energy. Like yeah. <laughs> that sounds definitely like what I want to experience instead of what I'm experiencing right now. And it's not easy. You know, like before we came on here, we processed my, my current life for a very long time because of the difficulty that I've had with hitting neutral observer so many times. Like for me, it's like the, my, my current situation is causing me to have to do it a lot and I needed help. Like, can, can somebody come in here and like, show me some other perspective? Cause I'm lost in mine in all of these different ways. And like that can be helpful. You know, we try, we teach neutral observer because we want you to have it. You know, we all need it. We all benefit from being able to do it on a day-to-day basis, but we also want to be able to know when we can't access it, <laughs> be able to be like, my entire programming has come in here. I can't beat it away. I, but I know what I need to get at. Right. right? Like, and I know I'm just not able to hit the curiosity enough. I'm not, I'm not buying into any of the stories that I'm trying to create right now. Let me find somebody who can help me be more neutral because it is like when you think of anything, right? Like positive and negative on a battery, they have purpose, right? Like, and they're very specific purposes, you know, you have drive and you have reverse and then you have neutral, (laughs) Right? Like your drive is forward, your reverse is backwards, you're neutral. We'll see. <laughs> right? Like could be either way. I guess we're about to find out if we're on a hill yeah. in one way or another. Okay. Right. But I'm curious. I'm I'm watching. I'm looking. I'm seeing that I don't know. And that and 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 I'm allowing myself to know that I don't know 100 percent Because yeah. I'll if I know 100 percent I'm gonna take action. And I don't want to take action based on false beliefs in this moment. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's not to say that it's easy. I don't want people to be like, well, I've tried and it doesn't work. It's like a muscle. It takes practice because we're taught to be so reactive emotionally to the world that we don't understand that we have the ability to kind of I don't want to say control our emotions, but we have the ability to be constructive with our emotions. We can still react. There's nothing wrong with that. The reaction is your truth. It's where you're at. Without it, we wouldn't know that there's roots to our woundings. Without our reactions and our cellular memory, we wouldn't know that there's shit to heal. So, you know, if you do react, it's not to say that it's wrong, but when we practice being neutral it's our way of controlling how we react in a sense of in the world, not maybe so much emotionally, but how we react physically to the environment, the thing that's happening. Cause I'm sorry, when I'm, when I'm in a state of upset and I like am reacting to something like a bill or something, what do I want to go do? I want to go eat something. Like it's my, it's, I self-soothe with food. And so if I can step into neutral and say, okay, why am I reacting this way? I don't have the need to go self-soothe because I've taken myself, I I see my emotion. I understand what it is. I understand what the purpose is and what it is. So it helps me go, okay, I can be self-regulating on this point. Doesn't always happen, but 
I would say I'm successful 85% of the time. (laughs) There is a 15% where I freak the fuck out and I'm not hearing what I have to say, or I just want to just blast the person, whoever's upsetting or created the upset or, you know, there's moments where I lose my head, but we all do. We're human. That's the biggest thing is I think if we look at, you know, these tools we give in all aspects is that we're human. We're going to forget sometimes and we're going to remember more times than we forget, but there's going to be things that can be so big. Like last week, it's Scorpio. It's, it's eclipse season. It's like, it's the time to work on our shadow. It's the time to see it, allow it, investigate, be curious as Vanessa says. And I just, but I, you know, for a hot minute, I couldn't see neutral through what I was experiencing because it hit up on such a huge wave of like a trauma response. And it was like, oh my gosh, on the other side of it, I'm like, oh, that's interesting (laughs) because I realize how much that still affects me and how I need to work through that trauma with my therapist, with my energy healers and with all the people that support me. So Again, while I wasn't able to be successful in the moment, later I was able to see through the lens of neutral about what, why I reacted that way. Oh, because I'm still in this space of trauma. All right, let's work on it. Let's heal it. Let's help the trauma trigger be tinier so that it isn't quite as easy to step on it and so that it's not stepped on so readily. Yeah, Um, and that makes sense like to point out that it's like, Listen, this isn't about, you know, the, the idea that we can all like Buddha our way through lives. Like, but the world's going to happen to us because we're in it. We don't have the, we don't, I mean, we have the option, but we're not choosing the option to go live in a monastery <laughs> where we have far less triggers in our face every day. Like we are going to have tons and tons of triggers in here. This is not a perfect process. It does not mean that the goal is to not be triggered right? Or that every single time we're triggered, we make the absolute perfect choice because we can always hit. Listen, the, when things happen for the first time, we don't have anything to access except, <laughs> except for like our gut, re- our, our, our instant response. Yeah. It's the neutral observer that helps us neutralize the entire situation and learn the lesson so that the next time we are able to hit pause sooner. And that pause in between action, right? Because that's really what we're trying to do. Like with the neutral observer has, has the ability to stop us from making decisions that further make life hard. (laughs) That compounds the trauma response into making it a lot bigger than what it is. Now, say, say you're like working on a big trauma response and, and you, and you can't access it, but then while when you're out of the heated emotion or out of the big emotion of it, say you can access this neutral observer and look at the situation through that lens, that's a win. It just means that you're ready to heal some stuff. It means that it's time. Sometimes you won't even be able to find it. That's okay. The more you try, the more you succeed. You can't It's not going to work if you don't practice it. And I practice it on the smallest of things to the point where it's like, I practice it like dealing with my cat and her, her, her affinity for biting me because she's still a kitten. So she's in that bitey mode and she Mm -hmm. wants to play. 
So like, rather than yelling at her and being like, knock it off. I'm like, that's not very nice. And I'm like, because I get angry that she's biting me. And I'm like, why do I feel, why do I feel angry that my cat is biting me doing the things that cats do? Like <sighs> what some sort of entitlement am I experiencing in this moment and what it is? And it's like, oh, okay. It's because I look to my cat to provide me with emotional love and emotional balance. And then when she's biting me, I feel like she's acting out like a child. Yeah. And, right. I'm, and, and, and that's I, about me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that she's, she's doing it on purpose to me. And then I'm like, yes, I know it sounds like some sort of like domestic violence with animals, but you know, her, her bites are because she loves me and she trusts me. Yeah. And I'm like, I know that sounds like, you know, really off. Well, yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> But I'm like, it's be, it's me. It's my, it's like, I have this, like, we all have needs of our animals and, and what they do for us and how they provide for us. That's why, you know, we have animals. I think there's an emotional neediness that we have that's why we have them. So, you know, it makes me go, okay, I'm feeling extra needy today. Like I need maybe to support myself. What would, you know, what would an action that I could do for me make me feel supported and nurtured and whatever. So I go do it. And then I'm like, oh, okay. But, you know, it doesn't always have to be grand, big moments. It can be little moments, how you're responding to your kids you're exhausted. You're tired. You just worked eight hours and you've had it up to here and you have to come home and cook for them and feed them, bathe them and put them to bed and make sure their homework's done. Like your day doesn't end. And so maybe in that moment, because you're exhausted, you want to just, you know, snap out at them and be like, go do your effing homework or like, you know, just really because you're being reactionary, but you know, you can take a breath and go, And just say to them, look, I'm really tired and I'm having a hard time managing and you're not doing what I'm asking you to do is really wanting me to get angry and yell at you. And I don't want to do that. Would you please go do this? Now, doesn't mean the kids are going to respond and listen at the same time. But, you know, in that moment, if you try to step into neutral and explain and have them understand you're giving, you're saying to them. I trust that you have enough intelligence to love, to, to, you know, to hear what I'm having to say and to do that. But, you know, there again, every child is raised differently. So it's not always a guarantee, but it's a way to practice it. Right. Well, and in those situations, you know, it's like, what do I, what am I trying to create? You know, like what, what do I want? Right. Like, and that's where that we do in the pause. Like I, I, I teach my, my, my clients the pause, like we practice the pause, like just hit the pause button. Like the whole world gets to stand still for a second. So you can say, what do I want to accomplish right now? And is my next behavior about to do that? <laughs> right? Like Because um, yelling at my kids is most likely going to make them mad at me. Then they might become stubborn. And then, you know, like now we're in the cycle of this. Like, how do I get them to do what I want them to do? Yeah. Right? Like literally, like, and we may pull out bribes, we may whatever, but we can access something different because we have now paused to be able to like, zoom back out to the worldview and be like, what I'm trying to do when I'm yelling is let everybody know that I'm overextended. That's all that that yelling is is accomplishing. Is that going to let everybody know that? Maybe. Is it going to compound my situation? Absolutely. Do I want to do that? No. You know, and not a perfect process. And especially if we're learning the process after we've done the previous thing, 
a lot. We've now got a lot of way out of the woods before everybody <laughs> is back, is on that page. But it's so really important to be able to to hit the pause button and be able to say, what, when I look at this from up here, when I get my, my bird's eye view, my eagle eye view or whatever, you know, what, what's actually happening right now? And what do I actually need help with? Right. I need something off my plate. I need to not have to micromanage my kids. Is there another way to get that accomplished? Or, you know, there have been times where I was just so fried and it was like, tonight's the night I'm spending money on takeout. Tonight's the night. <laughs> right? Like I don't do it very often. Tonight's the night. Cause I just, I need something off my plate. That's what I need. And can I just say something that's irrelevant to the topic, but it's about parenting. Absolutely. This, this is one of my sticks with, with parents. And, and one of the things that really kind of puts, I, you know, as parents, we want to provide everything for our children and we want them to not make like, it's almost a sense of like, we sacrifice our well being as parents in a lot of ways. It's how, it's what we do. But it's important for them to understand that you are also a human being, that you have emotions, that you have tough times, so that when they're, when you're sharing with them about how you're feeling, they're not like, well, we don't give a shit, you don't share any other time, and now you all of a sudden want us to care. Yeah. Nurture them with conversations about feelings, like you know, it's not to say you need to burden your children with your emotions and your, your therapy. They're not your therapist. But when you are saying, when you're teaching them about awareness, teach mm -hmm. them about emotional awareness. Like mm -hmm. I'm feeling really angry right now. What do I do with the anger? Or I'm in big upset. Okay. They're, they're legitimately in upset when they're crying and they're upset. They are legitimately like losing their shit. Like it's, 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 important for you to say to have them be aware to say oh you know when when big brother he's upset and he's like i'm upset and i you know i feel like whatever ask them could would a hug be you know okay is that would that help you know mm -hmm. so you come in and offer a hug and you say let's hug him because he needs some love having emotional awareness of another person is what i feel is being lost in 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 growing a child because of time constraints both parents are working there's not a lot of time to do a lot of inner nurturing but the more that we can share and practice that the more that they're going to respond to you saying hey guys i've had a really rough day and i need your help today so could you just do the things that i've asked you to do so that we can get quicker to you know hanging out together before bed, you know, like sharing how you feel is important because they now have an awareness. Mom's not okay. And so that they can make a decision about their behavior based on the fact that, okay, mom's not feeling great. Not the time to be throwing the basketball across the house, not a time to be, you know, it's, it's not easy, but it's something that I just really hope that is kind of on people's awareness. It's not to say it's not, it's not to say that people don't do it, but it's just the more we can kind of help with that in some yeah. way. Well, cause it's in the moment stuff. No, I, I mean, it literally goes with it because it is in the moment, right? And it's learning how to stop and pause and hit your neutral and be able to be like, 
like what is actually going on here what what do I need to have going on here but you're also teaching your children and, and that's one thing like when 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 adults come to me and they're like I don't know what to do and I feel so stupid and like I can't believe I'm I'm feeling this way and I'm 32 years old and it's like you weren't taught you can't access what you weren't taught a lightning bolt doesn't come down at 30 and give you the ability to hit the pause and have neutral observer like that's not how it happens you need to learn it somewhere and when you're able to do that as a parent you are able to teach that to your children to be able to say i don't really know what even if you don't know right like and you're hitting the pause button because you know you're supposed to do that part right like all my clients are like, I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do after sometimes, but I definitely know, like I'm freaking out. I need like, stop. I don't need to do anything right this second, but being able to share that and being like, I'm in a space right now. I'm just like in a space right now. I don't know what to do next. It felt like I was going to yell. Don't want to yell. Everybody back, back off, right? Like everybody go do something, right? Because Sometimes that's more important than, you know, the, the snap to this snap to that, but then you're teaching them that when they they have big emotion, they can give themselves the space to pause and figure it out. And then you come back and you show them what you've learned during your little neutral observer, (laughs) like, like what the hell is actually going on right now? And what do I think is going on and show them this is the, this is a great process for being able to not do regretful things, (laughs) right? Like when I feel overdone, when I feel like I can't do that little bit extra and some, and and I get a trigger of like something didn't go according to my expectation, I can hit a pause. You can hit a pause. We don't have to go straight to tantrum. We don't, we can talk about it. We can, we can also be confused and that's okay too. It's not like we just need to know everything right now. We're just going to hit, hit the pause button and be curious, look around, see what's happening, feel ourselves. And that's a great gift to be able to give your kids. Yeah. It teaches them about emotional intimacy, which is what is I think lacking in so many marriages right now is the the husband doesn't know how to support the person because he'd never been taught as a child, how to be emotionally supportive to the people around him, not defunct in any way, not undesirable to support and want to support, but he's not been given the tools to say, what are you, how are you feeling and how can I support you in this moment? And it's just that, that's why it's just so important. Neutral observer is, can be life-changing. It can, it can save like relationships. It can save your mental health. Like, mm-hmm. trust me when I say that. It is the detective you need. I promise. <laughs> There's, there's, there's a far few people that haven't been run over because of neutral observer, you know, it's like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely like, I will say this, like during this time of my life where everything feels like, really, like we're going to, we have to do all the shadow work, all of it, uh, like all the big shadow work, like it's just the big shadows coming in, not the little bit like, oh, what happens when I'm impatient? Like, no. <laughs> We're doing the like your belief, your core belief systems have flaws. Like, <laughs> what am I doing in that space? It's still so great to be able to be like, you know, just kind of stare at the big emotion and be like, okay, <laughs> something's happening right now. And I have learned, right? Like that I still have a panic response. I mean, this is me talking. 
still have a really strong panic response when I don't think I have options. But how hard did I really look at the options? Like, <laughs> did, did my neutrals observer come all the way in? No, if I'm being honest with myself, it was not. There was, it was all panic. It was all action. It was all masculine energy. I don't want to do that anymore, right? Like, because I really see how hard it actually made things. Okay, so what does that mean? When I start to freak out again, I'm learning how to just stop. And if stopping is the only thing I can access in that moment, then that's all I access in that moment. And then when I feel like I have the curiosity, I feel like I can hit the curiosity. I go, what's really happening right now? Like, why is that coming up right now? You're safe in this moment. Why do you feel unsafe? What's, what's actually happening? Look around. If you were somebody on the outside looking in, what would you say to me? Like what, or to yourself, I guess, when we're having this conversation, like, what would you say to yourself about what might, what they might see on the outside that I can't access, right? Like you're not asking for help. Most people ask for help. You're not doing that. Like, well, I don't want to. And then I have to get curious again. Well, why don't you want to, you know, like, and (laughs) it's not a fun path. You know, like we're never going to tell you that this stuff is super easy, but it will make the next panic. It already has. I'm sitting in so much wonder and curiosity and following so many downloads and inklings that I didn't, I couldn't do before. I couldn't access it. I wasn't allowing myself to access it. I have learned enough of a lesson to hit a good pause. And I'm happy with that. (laughs) I'm glad to be able to give myself the gift of not doing things out of panic. And that means that even like, even down the road, oh my gosh, it's gonna be so much better. But if I don't ever allow neutral observer to come in, I'm going to do the same things over and over and over again. And then I'm just going to feel like the world is against me, but the world is not against me. I am against me in panic mode is all (laughs) not allowing it. So yeah. And wasting a lot of energy creating the pan, like in staying in the panic. Like it's not to say that panic isn't, it has a seat at the table, but it's, you know, if you work from it, it creates more energy loss. It creates such energy like holes that you spend, you're exhausted all the time. I mean, that's, you know, when I, learn neutral observer and I'm like, Oh, my anxiety. Like I could take a step back and look at it and be kind of almost nurturative to myself and, and reassure myself and understand what I needed internally. Like it has saved me so much energy and so much time that I may have lost being in that, in that for longer periods of time. So it's, it's we're all learning. Yes. We're always all learning because the world keeps it's happening in different ways. <laughs> and the reason why we bring it forward is because it's been such a useful tool to us. It's been like rather essential. Yeah. Okay. And and without it, it's I don't know that I could have managed not burning every bridge I've ever come across. You know, yeah. and it it helps me, you know, regulate and identify and, and it and it spurs my healing and it helps me heal faster because I can see it and, and understand it and have that curiosity of why that it's responding in that way and yeah. going to the root and saying, okay, root, like we're here to like make you less. 
and, and make your trigger less so that you can't trip over it. It's just, it's kind of non-existent. Yeah. We're going to give you a different fertilizer today. Yes. <laughs> we are going to grow in a different direction. We're, we're going to, we're going to re retrain your roots and grow somewhere yeah. else. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's, I mean, it is a lifesaver, you know, like I, it really, it saves, it, it saves a lot. And I think it's not, um, again, like you don't just, it, you're not going to get a lightning bolt one day that, uh, that allows this to happen. It's, it's information that we have to share with each other. It's information that we have to, you know, be able to train each other on so that we can, you know, that we can access it. So at, at by no means do we need to go ahead and, you know, beat ourselves up, which I know also very difficult to not do, but even that, when that comes in, it's like, neutral observer time why do I feel the need to um <laughs> sit over here and beat myself over the head and why why do I think it's going to be effective what what is what is the purpose right now oh I think it's going to kick me into high gear nay nay it is going to kick me into depressive gear I'm not going to get much done there you know and you see how we keep giving the examples of how it how it can go you know in this direction and how better it can go in this direction and hopefully that is helpful. You know, like we did go back. I mean, we did do a full episode on it a while back. We're on episode 107. We understand some of our new listeners <laughs> maybe yeah. are like, that's a lot of episodes to listen to. <laughs> We're just going to start here. So <laughs> it felt right to just pop another one in here because it's so important, because okay. it's so helpful. Refresh it every hundred episodes or so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, clearly the refresher helps me too. So yeah. <laughs> no. good times. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully the next time we do it, I'll have like quicker, better stories. Like that's yeah. the goal. <laughs> it's all good. And you know what, guys? And say you're like, I don't know what this neutral observer, maybe I need help. Maybe you need Vanessa's help. Maybe Vanessa could be the one that that helps you find neutral observer and practice it. And she's great at teaching it and learning it and, and kind of just helping you. Like she says, practice the pause. Uh, she also holds a weekly group. Say you're, you kind of want to tap into some of your intuition, whether it's because you want to become an intuitive healer or whether you just want to have practical intuition. You just want to be able to know what your gut's saying and understand what it's saying. And it's not so much that you want to be a reader or a healer, but you want to help intuition to help your life become more magical um, and more balanced and more in rhythm and feel less like you're pushing the rock up the hill. So reach out to her at vanessaperry.net or vanessaperrycounselor at gmail.com. And just, she's there. She's, she'll help you absolutely anytime you need her to. I'm here and how else how how else can we help ourselves in these situations I can tell you right now (laughs) for me I definitely need a little something extra right like you talk it out and that's great and it's all good but I think you know sometimes we still have the heart flutters we still have the feeling in our bodies we still have the jitters we still have the like aura of what the fuck (laughs) how we can get rid of that is some really good energy healing, some sort of energy cleansing, something that allows you to shed that complete experience, right? Like that's what we want to do. We don't want to leave any of that, that those remnants behind to creep up behind us when we're not paying attention. We really want to try to 
let completely experience bring in some, something better bring in some light bring in some love bring in some self-compassion that is healing and, and our grace is really good at that <laughs> that is something that uh is is a, a, a her gift from the universe to provide to us thankfully um and you can reach her at graceevergreen.com or grace is it grace evergreen outlook.com outlook yeah i was like i can't remember if it's outlook or gmail so thank you for helping me out on that there's um, both and you but... can always yeah and you can always find us you know if, if you're like i forgot but i know it's for his angels because i listen to the dang podcast you can totally <laughs> message us there and we will uh, you know respond appropriately and that's freud's angels at gmail.com or you can find us on instagram or facebook we're there yeah thanks for hanging out with us with our refresher our reboot of neutral observer we hope that it's helped we hope that it empowers you to make really heartfelt decisions based on not on your anxiety and insecurity or fear or whatever showing up for you We love you guys and we will see you next week. Love y'all. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. More deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast. I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And If you wish to take your healing further through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember, you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.